0: This is the We Create podcast. We Create is all about creating a life filled with passion and a quest for purpose and happiness. These episodes are filled with stories of fellow creatives, and we are super excited to give you a glimpse into their lives. I am Daedry, and I will be your host today. Join us today as we chat with Leon Peters, owner of Dark Composite. The brand that strives to perfect the tools we use in the pursuit of outdoor adventure. Welcome to the We Create Podcast, Leon. Thank you, Deidre. So shall we get started?
1: Sure. What are we starting with?
0: The interview. Oh boy. <laughs> so give us a bit of history. Tell us a bit where, about where you grew up.
1: Uh starting how well far back.
0: Let's let's start at the very beginning. It's a very <laughs> good place to start.
1: <laughs> um I was born in Zimbabwe, um, nineteen seventy-four and my parents were farmers. Uh, they they farmed uh, tobacco and various other things, cows and peanuts and stuff like that. Um that was uh that was an interesting time to be a little kid on a farm there was a bush war going on in in what was then called Rhodesia it was uh yeah so it was exciting times we uh uh, our family vehicle was an armored vehicle it could withstand rockets and bullets and stuff my mom used to carry a, a machine gun, and Uzi around, and in the evenings, my sister and I would practice putting bullets into magazines on the carpet in the lounge. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. Um, my parents eventually lost the farm, uh, and it was like, say, 1980 about. We moved to South Africa, and uh, we stayed in, in a little town in for a while. I learned to speak Afrikaans pretty quickly. And, after a couple of years, my parents uh, felt the calling to become missionaries and we went off to the Middle East a small town a small small island of Cyprus. during that time, we traveled to Greece and israel uh, so that's that was that was cool that was interesting and then we came back uh, to South Africa a little bit of time spent back in zimbabwe and my My dad went back to farming briefly and yeah, then we moved around a bit, and uh, I've I've been a bit of a gypsy ever since. Finished school eventually in Northport. Uh, I think I went to eleven different schools.
0: Do you want to tell us a bit about the travels you did after school?
1: After school, I I took a couple of years to kind of find my feet in the in the working world and did and a couple of trades and stuff. But eventually, the travel bug came back, and then. I started with a, a quick visit a couple of months in the states where i was a kayak instructor uh, at a summer camp and then i started um, i became a freelance river guide so when i came back to south africa i just kind of bounced around to wherever there was water and wherever i could find work and then f- Every time I got an opportunity for a season overseas, I would I would hit I would go. So I worked in Turkey for a while. I travelled to, uh, spent some time in Switzerland, um, chasing the snow season. I went to I worked in Japan, travelled for fun to Australia, but I spent a bit of time in in Southeast Asia, and yeah.
0: Tell us a
1: bit about Black Composites. Uh, Black Composites is my my company, and I started it uh, eight years ago when I decided to start working for myself.
0: What do you do at
1: Black Composites? I do everything. <laughs> I make tea. I invoice people. I manufacture stuff. Okay, you probably want to know products. Um, the main thing is paddles it started with kayak paddles so i've got a couple of models of kayak paddles that i manufacture out of composite material i do sub paddles and canoe polar paddles and then i also do mountain bike frames uh, composite mountain bike frames do lots of repairs to bicycle frames and then all sorts of uh, whatever custom work comes my way if somebody wants something built that's a little unusual they can't just go and buy it off the shelf they come to me and see if i can help them yeah
0: when was the first time you thought you could be an entrepreneur
1: gosh i i think that was a long time ago before i really took it seriously
0: (laughs) so what made you start black composites
1: black composites i had a realization um after Coming back from annual holiday, I worked in a factory at the time where we were doing something cool. We were building, we were building bicycles, which was quite cool. But I came back after I had holiday. The factory closed, and we had holiday, and I came back, and I thought, you know what? No, I can't spend the rest of my life working for a holiday once a year. And I thought, no, I'm. I need to try and do something for myself and then that was pretty much it a few weeks later I put in my notice
0: So I read on your website that Black Composites was born from a desire and passion to build the tools we use in the pursuit of outdoor adventure. What outdoor adventures do you pursue?
1: I pursue as many as possible water kayaking is my first first love and uh next you know i would say mountain biking kite surfing SUPing uh, just being out in the mountains i've doubled in a little bit of adventure racing i'm going to try another one of those next year and um, do a little bit of rock climbing and um, when I get dragged along to the to the rocks, (laughs) yeah.
0: So what are you currently training for? You just said you might do another adventure
1: race? There's an adventure race called Expedition Africa. It's part of the world series of adventure racing and it's the, the one that's hosted in southern Africa. It's usually in South Africa. Uh, next year, it's going to be a, it's going to take place on the island of Rodrigues, which is close to Mauritius. So, yeah, I'm training for that. It's eight months away, so I've got plenty of time. and And I'm going to be racing with a new team. I have I've not raced with them before, but uh, addicted to adventure, they seem like a good bunch. So, I think it's going to be fun. Awesome. Let's
0: move back a bit to black compasses. Um, you said you do custom build projects and you do custom bicycle frames. Can you tell us a bit about what's involved in making a unique handcrafted bicycle frame?
1: Uh, so what's involved? I've, I've got to come up with a design. So if it's for a customer and they're going to tell me what they want on a bike, they're going to tell me what kind of riding they want to do. And then we're going to talk about any other special needs that they might have or want. Uh, that could involve the look of the bike. It could be special clearances, you know, standover height, that type of thing. And then we're also going to look at the person's body and and um, measure them up and and just make sure that the bike fits them perfectly. And from there, it's it's really I I get an idea of what I'm doing, and I've got I've got the key geometry. And then it's just a a bit of a vision for how I see the frame. And and I take it from there when it actually comes to shaping it. Um, And yep, that's it. eh?
0: What is the most out there and different piece of custom equipment you've ever made?
1: I would say that was the the cycle buggy, uh, which I made a few months ago. That was, uh, a chap approached me and um, Brett Chilcott approached me and and he had this aluminium buggy that he was towing behind his bicycle and there's a kid that that rides with him David and David's got a few disabilities and and he sits in his buggy and gets towed around and they do all the big bicycle races and events and they raise awareness for charities so, yeah, they wanted uh, a new buggy as light as possible, and so I modeled this and built it for them out of composite. And that was that was quite an exciting project. It involved a lot of different aspects. You know, we had to look at safety. We had to look at attachment points with belts and roll bars and how it was going to attach to the bicycle and the wheels and clearances and aerodynamics and... And mean just making it as light and strong as possible and, and the right size to accommodate the boy sitting inside it and yep, that was, that was really, I must, I must say that was a good project to work on uh, you know, and it was satisfying and it was also to see afterwards how happy these people were with, with the product they got, that was actually really, that was nice. Yeah.
0: What does a perfect day look like to you? <laughs>
1: wake up really early maybe it's summer and the sun is up early and uh, either go for a run on the mountain or first first choice would be a surf okay so go down to the beach have a surf early morning surf and uh, then head to work feeling all nice and fresh after the cold sea water do some work, build some stuff, assemble some stuff, maybe around lunchtime the wind starts picking up, finish work by three o'clock, head back to the beach, get the kites out, pump up the kites, have a kites surfing session, and then uh, yeah that will be good.
0: So many people might think that that sounds like an exhausting day, but I know from personal experience that that would only be half your day. <laughs> what would you want to do after the of <laughs> session?
1: I'd, I would come home and then I'd, I'd probably do some chores, maybe fix something, then probably an hour or two of admin and uh, maybe squeeze in uh, some, some light entertainment like watching a movie or, or some YouTube tutorials.
0: <laughs> so what makes you happy? In life, what makes you happy?
1: I think that the single single thing that makes me the most happy is is making something. When I've built something and it's finished and it's done, that is probably the biggest highlight.
0: What are you currently working on?
1: Um, right now, I, besides the normal sort of paddles and that, I'm building a new bicycle frame for myself, a mountain bike frame. Quite excited about that. It's something different. It's going to have really big tyres, 29er with plus-size tyres, 130mm fork, but still a hardtail. And, uh, and after that, I think... The next project I'm going to go straight into is a customised uh, surf kayak for a client.
0: Sounds very exciting. Hopefully we can see a little sneak peek on the website. What do you perceive success to be?
1: I think success is just being in that place in, in life where where you're happy and where you have what you need and that's, yeah, for everyone, that's going to be something different. But uh, yeah, if you if you're doing what you need to do and you're and you're getting that right, and then you're going to be happy, and that is success. And yeah.
0: Could you be a little bit more specific? What success is for you?
1: So for me, I need to be able to make stuff, and I also need to pursue my adventurous. Uh, goals, so, so if I've got some time and ability to, to make things, to, to earn a living from building stuff and being creative in that way and then having time off from that and going and having an adventure, whether that's kayaking or mountain biking. or I also want to have the balance um, in my life, so with family and and friends and being able to spend the right amount of time with them and to not neglect people and another thing I feel very strongly about is trying to, trying to give back in some way, uh, you know, trying to help other people out and give them some opportunities that, that they don't have. That's beautiful. What is the most stressful part of your job? Um, Most stressful part is trying to manage everything at the same time. So I've got to be on the floor building stuff, but I've also got to make sure that the material has been ordered and that invoices have been sent out and that phone calls have been made. And I think that gets, that gets tough.
0: I'm trying to figure out how you came to be the owner of Black Composites. So what sort of skills did you learn along the way to make you or to get you to where you are?
1: Um, I worked in all sorts of different trades. And since leaving school, I never did any formal studying. I just got experience. And that was ranged from woodwork furniture building steel work composites plastics working in a kayak factory i worked in a mountain bike factory we built aluminium mountain bike frames for several years there. yeah so then i just got to that point where i was going to work for myself and i was like well i i have a passion for um for kayaking and i really wanted to develop uh a nice kayak paddle, and there was a gap in the market in South Africa for a, a whitewater, a whitewater paddle, and that's where I started. I just uh, started shaping the first one at home, and when I eventually opened my business, I was had my first blade out and and put all my skills that I'd learnt along the way just put them to use and took it from there.
0: What is the best investment? Be at a cost of time or money you ever made.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um Marry (laughs) new. Can I say that?
0: Yeah, you're welcome to.
1: Must I say you or must I say my wife, Adri?
0: No, you can say me. <laughs> why, why would you say that was your best investment?
1: Because <laughs> it's the best returns. <laughs> yes,
0: no. tell me more.
1: Because you, you do so much for me.
0: Yeah? Yeah,
1: you give me so much.
0: Thank you, Leon. No. I do feel you need to explain this somehow. <laughs> Was that time or money?
1: That was, a, that was a hell of a lot of both. No, wait, I can't say that. <laughs> time. <laughs> I'll give <go> with time. <laughs> but I've gotten, I've gotten my investment paid back. But, yeah.
0: Cool. If you could choose one of the following superpowers... Which one would you choose? Flight or invisibility?
1: Flight. <laughs>
0: Why flight?
1: I want to fly, man. <laughs> I don't want to be a creepy invisible person. <laughs>
0: okay, super strength or reading mind?
1: Uh, super strength.
0: <laughs> Why? Uh, no, I
1: just... Uh, Yeah, no, I don't want to, I don't want to get into people's heads. That's, no. (laughs) That's alright.
0: Okay, something easier then. Ice cream or cake? Yo. Is it not easier?
1: No, it's not easier. (laughs) When I was a kid, I had an ice cream cake for one of my birthdays. Can we not have an ice cream
0: cake? Of course you can. Yeah.
1: Okay,
0: ice cream cake. Beer or wine?
1: Ooh. (laughs) Beer.
0: Burger or pizza?
1: Burger.
0: Sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Do you have any hidden talents or skills that people might not know about you? Hmm.
1: I can hang on a pole horizontally.
0: Wow, <laughs> I didn't even know that. Actually, I did know that. <laughs>
1: uh, no, I d- no, um, no.
0: I believe that you might be learning to play the harmonica.
1: I've been learning to play the harmonica for for a couple of years now. It's a it's a very slow um, project. <laughs> I'm building a Good bass. Uh, so I've been practicing the same thing for the last few years. Yeah. Now I'd like to play the moniker, but it's... Uh, I don't think I've... I've never claimed to be a musical person. And uh, I believe the moniker is not the easiest thing to play. But anyways, it's smaller and it goes in your pocket. And I think it will be cool to whip it out to the campfire on a river trip. But we'll see.
0: <laughs> so, um... If you had a rather large budget and you had this budget to organize a party or a festival so you can think big, where would you host it and what kind of party would it be?
1: <laughs> okay, so it would be an outdoors venue, mountaintop, there specifically has to be slabs of rock. we went, went some bushes but we're lots of slabs of rock slabs of rock are cool so on top of a mountain so you got like a big view maybe something prominent maybe like at the Wolfberg Arch like that spot um okay definitely gonna bring in some some good speakers and a bit of light so we can have a like we can squeak some tacky and uh okay so we're gonna watch the sunset we're gonna have some some refreshments and some good food good tunes and uh, and then we'll dance the night away and watch the sun come up on the other side the next morning, and then we will, we'll have our mountain bikes there and we'll ride this crazy downhill track all the way back to our cars. Very weird.
0: Sounds good.
1: Oh, oh, there has to be a mechanical bull and sumo suits. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: That's a pretty big party. <laughs> I'm trying to think how you'd power up a mechanical bull at Wolfburg Arch.
1: (laughs) And we will get my friend Alan to make the beer, because he makes the best beer.
0: Sounds good.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I like it. Do you have any recommendations, South African music, or actually any music, or books, or restaurants, something you can recommend?
1: Yeah, I, I would have to recommend a book I just finished, it's by Candice Millard, and it was called Hero of the Empire, the Empire's Hero, something like that, by Winston Churchill. Oh, I really enjoyed that, so I would recommend that. And then Restaurant, uh, Hog House, I'd say Hog House in in, in Dabene, and then secondly, Dogs Bollocks in, in Cape Town. CBD.
0: Okay. Sounds good. I do enjoy both those restaurants myself. <laughs> do you have any other hobbies or interests apart from what we've mentioned, So apart from sport?
1: I think, oh, I love gardening, <laughs> I like growing vegetables, yeah, I like doing that.
0: That's awesome. Thank you for coming to chat to us tonight, Leon. Um, do you want to tell people how they can contact you?
1: Yeah, sure. Thank, uh, and thank you for the interview. Um, people could, uh, can get a hold of me on... Uh, there's a website, blackcomposites.com, I think. <laughs> and uh, Facebook page, Black Composites on Facebook. There's also Black Composites Instagram. Yeah, so just uh, get on there, drop us a message, and uh, yep.
0: Awesome, thank you very much.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: <laughs> so good. <laughs> One more. <laughs>
1: Are you still playing the, with the radio so you.